Hello, 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 Boss Babes. Welcome to our other series of mini-sodes featuring Boss Babes in the Ottawa Valley and Lanark County that go beyond entrepreneurs and business owners. We are recognizing role models, activists, corporate leaders, and working professionals who are breaking barriers, sparking important conversations, and championing for change. We want to be inclusive and embrace those that are making an impact, are changing their communities, and are bringing awareness to topics that sometimes have the potential to generate controversy. Because ambitious and powerful boss babes aren't just making waves in the entrepreneurship world, and they too need to be heard. Now let's kickstart the conversation. Welcome to Boss Babe Corner. Hi, Carlton Place. Find the elf in one of downtown Carlton Place's holiday shop windows for a chance to win BIA bucks. When you spot the elf, post a picture on Facebook or Instagram and use the hashtag FindTheElfCP. This fun contest runs from December 1st to the 24th. Find the elf and win! And shop local in downtown Carlton Place this Christmas season. Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner. Calling all parents out there that are overspending hundreds of dollars on cute clothes for our kids that only last a handful of weeks for babies and maybe just months for our toddlers. Sure, dressing in hand-me-downs looked a lot different when we were kids, but nowadays, consignment boutiques are full of affordable, high-quality, and brand-name clothes, nursery and room decor, and so much more that are still in great condition, just without the original hefty price tag on them. And this Carlton Place consignment boutique has both pre-loved items as well as new products and clothes for you to shop from. Please welcome Krista Lee from Apple Cheeks Consignment in downtown Carlton Place to OB Boss Babes. Hello, glad to be here. So Krista, I know that my listeners can't see you because this is only available on audio, but from what I can see, it's a child's dream at your store. And it reminds me a little bit of Santa's workshop with all the toys. So right behind you, I can see some cocoa melon figures. I see some little people. Um, there's some building blocks, silly putty. Like it's literally filled with so many toys that I can't even imagine that kids would want to be pulled away from when they're at the store with their parents. It feels a little bit like that right now. We've got a, a really great variety of items in pretty much for all age groups. Um, something that's a little bit different than other stores. We, you know, there's so many great places along the main street that it's uh, nice to find a few different things. And, and this year we've, um, we've got our regular stuff in that everybody loves and comes back for every year. And we've got some new things as well. Fat Brain Toys is uh, one of the new lines we brought in this year. And it's one of the ones that I really love. Well, I can't wait to get into it. But before we do, Krista, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So when I did my research, I found out that you're a born and raised Carlton Place girl. So did you ever venture out and get out of Carlton Place? And what did you what do you enjoy most about it? So I was born in the Carlton Place Hospital when people were still having babies in the Carlton Place Hospital. My big move was from one side of the bridge to the other for a few years. And then I moved back. So I haven't lived anywhere but Carlton Place. I love it. Um, I love the people. I love the vibe. And even though it's a growing community, we still have that small town feel and I love it. It is a growing community. That is for sure. Especially I find after the pandemic that everybody has been flocking now to these rural communities and Carlton Place is growing in size as well as businesses because new businesses are popping up down the street from you daily, I find. 
Yeah, it seems to be there's some great new places that have opened in the last little while. And it's going to be great to see uh, the people that have moved here during the pandemic come down and discover the downtown. Uh, Bridge Street's a great place to have a business. It's a great place to shop and it's full of great people. And you guys all support one another too. I see it on the socials, everybody cheerleading and highlighting everybody. Everyone's shopping from one another, eating from one another. It's it's such a nice sense of community. Yeah, it is for sure. And it's always been like that. And it, I think it'll always continue to be like that. Everybody looks out for everybody here. So Krista, what were you doing before opening up your consignment boutique? Well, I've worked retail for a long time and um, I worked at the grocery store. I worked at, um, I started off actually at a bakery in town when I was a teenager. Then I went to a grocery store and then I went to school and I still continued um, to work at Stedman's, which was uh, right in the middle of downtown. It's no longer here, but it was, uh, it was a great job. Met a lot of people, saw a lot of people come in with their kids. And uh, I, I liked working retail. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy being around the people. And um, yeah, it's 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 what I did for a long time. And then when I had my own kids, I wanted to stay home with them. So I did. I stayed home until my youngest one went into uh, school full time. And I did home daycare for 10 years. So uh, once my youngest one was in school full time, I decided it was time to do something different, but I still want it to be in town. I want it to be available for my kids before and after school. I want it to be able to pop into the school if there was an event going on. And uh, I decided that this is what I wanted to do. There was, uh, it was already an established business, a very small location, but an established business. Um, somebody was looking to do something different and I was looking to, uh, to find something to do. So I jumped in both feet and I loved it ever since. It started off just as a consignment store. And over the years, we've uh, started adding new items to it and it's it's grown. We've, um, we came to a bigger location, which actually used to be the uh, paper, the newspaper office in town for years. So we, we came to this location and it's, it's grown into what it is now and uh, good combination of both new and consignment items. And I love it. So how many years have you been in business now for? I've been in for 22 years and 12 years in this location. People that came in as children are now coming back with their children. So it's, it's pretty neat. It's kind of gone full circle and it's, uh, it's a great job. You, you get to be part of people's lives and part of a community and, you know, saving stuff from the landfill at the same time. Yeah, that's right. And I'm sure you even get to see babies turn into toddlers and turn into kids and then turn into adults. Like it's just, you know, yeah. what a transition to, to be able to see people grow up. And then like, you well, know, there's kids, there's, there's why well, call them kids. There's adults that came in that I babysat. Yeah. And they're coming in with their kids now, which, which is, is pretty so cool. crazy. You know, eh? <laughs> one of the perks of the job is getting to hold babies. So during COVID, it was a little, you know, a little hard because we didn't have that perk, but, but we're back to it. We're able to hold babies now. And, and uh, it's a little stop for the kids. If they behave everywhere else on their venture out, then they get to stop here on the way home. So. Yeah. Now the yeah, only, the only fun. problem I think that parents now would find is coming into your store is trying to get their kids to leave because like I yeah. said, it's just magic everywhere and literally like Santa's workshop like I said you know because I can only imagine how much the kids don't want to leave after seeing all the great stuff that's around there well we I've mentioned this before to other people but there's this one little guy and when uh, he used to go with his mom if she didn't want to come in she didn't go by the store so he's out with his dad one day and he's in the stroller and he goes by the store and the next thing you know he's crying 
And his dad turns around and brings him in. And I said, did your wife not tell you you have to go on a different street if you don't want him in? She, he goes, she did, but I thought she was joking. I'm like, no, uh, no. Said he's got to stop every time he goes by. And yeah, it's like that with a lot of kids. It's, uh, it's a nice little spot to stop into. Of course, of course. Now, what is the difference between your consignment store, Krista, and a donation center box store like Value Village? Well, with us... Um, a portion goes back to the person that brings it in. So our consigners bring in items and we set the prices and afterwards they get 40% of the selling price. It's based, basically cash on their account so they can trade it off when they purchase items here or we can just send them an e-transfer or they can pick it up. So it's it's giving back. People are bringing things in, but they're getting something back for it as well. And it stays in the community. The money tends to get sent in the community and... This is kind of a win-win for everybody. Now, how does the process work for marking items? Like, how do you how do you determine the value? It it depends on what the item is. We've had um, things set at different prices, so we kind of know what what sells and what doesn't. Um, brand names get priced a little bit higher, and um, we take a range of that stuff. It's not just brand names that we take. We do take some some other things if they have the cute factor. We find um, a lot of people that shop here can pretty much clothe their kids here. Um, they're not just looking for specifics. They're looking for everyday clothes. They're looking for stuff, you know, get a lot of grandmas coming in looking for stuff to have a grandma's house. Some people are looking for, you know, clothes for school or for daycare. So we, we look at the condition and we price it accordingly. So do you still accept clothes then, Krista, with stains on them, even if they're minor? Sometimes it depends on what it is and what section it's in. There's there's some sections that we get a lot of clothes in. Like the, we've got a lot, say, for six-month girls, there's always lots and lots of six-month girls. So we put things out. We'll write on it what it is. You know, knees are a little bit worn or there's a mark somewhere. And I think people are okay as long as they know that. Like it's on the tag. They know it. The response usually is there's going to be more. Um, I'm just glad to find them something. There is a lot of places that don't take any marks or any anything. We we kind of have, we know what our clientele is. I've been doing it for 22 years and what we are doing seems to work. So uh, so we try not to, but there are sometimes that we put things out that do have a mark or might be missing a button or a, a small split seam. Um, and like I said, if people know ahead of time, and I tend to point it out again when they're purchasing something, you did notice this has a split seam and they'll either say, oh, okay, never mind, because I'm never going to fix it. Or yeah, that's not a problem. Don't worry about it. So so we we let people know if there is something on it. But uh, for the most part, you know, the better condition something is, the better it's going to sell. But depending on what it is, we will still put it out sometimes. Now, what are some interesting items that have been donated, Krista? Because I'm sure you've seen your fair share of, of interesting products. There's been some neat stuff. Um, the odd time we get a bag that's not supposed to be here and we'll phone and say, I think the wrong thing got dropped off and somebody's husband has dropped off, you know, the good stuff somewhere into a donation bin or sitting at home for garbage and they brought us, you know, something else, which they'll switch out and apologize for. Um, I like getting things that aren't in the stores now. Like there's, there's things that people will come in here and find and say, oh my God, I've been looking all over for something like this. And this is perfect. Like we get a lot of people that will comment that they've got a lot of compliments on something they bought here. And it's something that it's just a little different, whether it's a dress or a jacket or something that's funky and fun. 
Um, the best thing I ever found in a donation uh, bin in a drop-off was a um, fake mouse, which scared the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> I was going through the order and the bin moved a little bit. So the mouse came from one side to the other, to which I kicked the whole thing and screamed and then realized it was this little stuffed mouse and uh, mm. posted it as a thank you to the person that dropped it off. If they were looking for this, this is where it was. And her son thought it was quite funny that I had found it. But um, it's it's the things that you can't find in stores that are nice to find in consignment stores. And what I find is really interesting because I mark everything and put it out is the combinations that shoppers find. Like it's from three different consigners, but they'll bring stuff up and it's the coolest outfit, all works together perfectly. And it's just a matter of being able to take the time to look through the racks and see what there is. My thing too, that I would really love is finding like things that I grew up at within the nineties. Like I'm thinking an original Mr. Potato Head, maybe a barrel of monkeys, a light bright and etiquettes. Like, I know that we have all of those things now, but they're just not as like, they're just not as great. They're like, you know, as it was fun. a slinky or something that you'd have in the nineties, <laughs> like the OG product. We did get a yak back in. Do you remember the no yak? way? Of course we had a I yak did. back in, which we had to play with for a while, but uh, yeah. A yak back or even like a, a neopet or a nanopet. I can't remember. Do you have any of those even left around? I don't have them now. We have had the odd one in and uh, Tamagotchis. Is that? The yeah. One? Yeah. 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 I remember when the kids had those and, and they didn't have a pause. So when they all, they had them through the summer and then they all went back to school, they wanted me to keep these things alive all day while they were, you know, you're supposed to feed them and give them health and exercise. And it's like, I'm looking after toddlers. I do not have time to look after before and after school kids, you know, those things Tamagotchi, were a lot of work so, uh, too. Like those were almost like more than they looking were, after yeah. children because like they, they needed more attention. <laughs> I feel like my, than my two and a half year old. <laughs> it kept kids busy. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Now you have your products listed on your Facebook page and you post occasionally on Instagram, but Krista, I noticed that you don't have a website. Now, is this because of the variety of products and apparel that you get and the constant turnover of inventory? Well, no, it's because I am the queen of procrastination <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. And, um, it, it's on my list. I'm working on an e well, I am not working. I'm getting somebody to work on a web page for me as as well as an e-commerce page. Um, I have Facebook figured out pretty good, pretty well. Instagram, not so much, but I'm getting there. Um, I'm a little old school. I did everything manually until 2020. So that's when my consignment items started going um, into the computer, like through a program. Up until then, everything was done manually. So you can imagine the amount of work that was that there was, I know I have to do it. I just haven't got there yet. And that's, uh, that's my 2023 plan, you know, 23 years, I might as well <laughs> jump in and figure it out the way everybody else is doing it. Right. Well, it's a lot of work and I've also procrastinated too. I, I thought for the longest time that I didn't need a website because I'm like, I'm a podcast, like people could yeah. easily find me on an app and, and stream everywhere. But now that I'm, I've actually just launched an apparel line, I've got events going on all the time. And I'm like, you know what, maybe I can finally jump on the bandwagon too and launch a website, but it's so much work. And when I'm again, looking behind you too, like 
That's just a small amount of toys that you have. Oh, that's Krista. Just, yeah. That's like just, imagine just... every single item of clothing and then to like add that all onto a website and then update it with stock and inventory changes and sizes. Like that's a full-time <laughs> job in itself for someone to do. Well, I think for me, what I would start off with is the new items and just do the new items just to get those in. Cause a lot of them are repeat. So, you know, as you sell something, you, you redo the inventory and there's that set inventory, um, the clothing, the clothing does change over quickly and there's a lot of it. So you're, you're totally right on that. It would be a full-time job during COVID. Um, I did a lot of selling on Facebook where I would post pictures and prices and people would comment on it. And then I would get them together for them. Um, but it is, it is a job in itself. Mm -hmm. Now, are you going to be able to offer shipping or is it just still shop locally live pickup? I'm not sure. We've shipped a few things. There's been a few um, few people that have ordered certain things from me and we've shipped them. I think for now it would probably just be just be pickup. And we also deliver locally too. Um, there's a few people that I've met with in Ottawa. Well, my daughter has met with in Ottawa and dropped things off to them. So it's uh, we're pretty flexible with things and I don't know where it's going to go. I just got to get a web page first. <laughs> <laughs> one thing at a time. One step for you know, one step at a time. No one overwhelm myself. <laughs> now, why should more parents consider shopping at Apple Cheeks for gifts this Christmas for their littles or or aunts and uncles shopping for their nieces and nephews? I think they should shop at Apple Cheeks because we have a lot of really unique things in. Um we have some good, really good lines that aren't everywhere else. We've got fun items for all different ages. Um it's, it's just a fun spot to be you, stocking stuffers. We kind of have a lot of stocking stuffers. We've got uh, no nasties makeup, which I think is great. It's um, an all natural makeup that um, is for children, you know, and we've got nail polishes. We've got a lot of new unique items. Um, and I'm also finding that more and more people are buying secondhand things too. The way the economy is going, you got to cut back where you can. And if you can pop in, look through the racks, chances are you'll find something with a tag on it or an almost new condition. And, you know, something that was loved by somebody else still has a lot of love in it for somebody, somebody new. Now, Krista, I like to wrap up every one of my podcast episodes by asking my guest, who is one local boss babe that inspires you that you think everyone should know about and shop from this Christmas? I don't know if I could narrow it down to one. There's, uh, we've got a lot, a lot of boss babes on the, on Bridge Street. Can I pick maybe one or two? Absolutely. Plug as many as you'd like. Well, Carrie from Country Ridge is great. Uh, she's got Helena from the, the Granary. Yeah. Somebody I bounce a lot of things off of. And she comes and helps me in here quite often. She's having a big chocolate party this coming weekend as well. So uh, that would be another another person to, to be chatting with. Um, Nicole at Carousel up, up on Bridge Street. Um, she's got a beautiful space. She sells consent as well as new items too. And that would be another person that I would recommend. But there's there's so many great women along here that I haven't mentioned, but uh, if I had to pick two or three, That those are the ones I'd pick. Yeah, Carlton Plays is chock full of boss babes and great stores to shop from for sure. 
Krista, this sure has is. been so lovely. Finally able to meet you and chat with you. And I'm going to be coming to Carlton Place in the next coming weeks. And you can bet your buns that I will be stopping at your store to stock up on items for Christmas. But let's tell everybody else where they can find you. So let's plug your location, your Facebook page so that people can follow along. And, and then, of course, we're going to be watching for your website in 2023. It's coming. So I am located at 53 Bridge Street in Carlton Place, right beside the bowling alley. If anybody knows where Chasing Turkey's bowling alley is, I'm right beside there. And um, I am on Facebook. It's Apple Cheeks Consignment. And I'm on Instagram, which is Apple Cheeks Consignment as well. And hopefully I'll have a page soon. Perfect. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner with Apple Cheeks Consignment. We publish episodes every week, so be sure to follow along on Facebook and Instagram at OB Boss Babes Podcast. We're also on TikTok, OB Boss Babes Podcast. And of course, anywhere you listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we'll be back on Thursday this week with our latest episode in our baby on the brand. And she is from Smith Falls, so you do not want to miss that. 